Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Oh my gosh, hi. I'm Ellie, and welcome to The Lovely Unravel. The purpose of this podcast is to share everyday stories from everyday people. I believe we were made for community and to share our experiences in hopes that it'll help someone in some way. Each story will unravel life lessons, experiences, and hope. So listen in and let The Lovely Unravel begin. Hi guys, welcome to today's episode. Today we have my lovely dear friend Minas. Hi, hi. Hi Minas. Hey, uh, thanks so much for having me. I feel so honored to be on this. You are you're welcome and thank you actually. <laughs> it should be the other way around. Like thank you for coming on and being like I think you were one of the first that you were like, "Yeah, I'll do it." And I'm like, you will, you will just come on. So I really do appreciate your support and of just being course. like, get it, girl. I'm a podcast girl through and through. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are like, what are your top three podcasts? Super random, but catch me listening to true crime. Yes, probably every day. Yes, that's what I like cling to these days. I'm like, wait, and what happened to her body? <laughs> what happened <laughs> rewind 15 seconds what yeah yeah um also this is my first episode drinking wine y'all yeah clink clink cheers <laughs> um mino's just brought in some bomb pinot grigio and i'm like girl how did you know we needed this how did you know we needed to like loosen up you yeah. know take the edge off you know yeah um i do have a random quick like side bit story before we start okay do you remember okay because i think your name is like the coolest the Thanks. coolest ever like i've never heard me before you know um so i do want to get the background on that okay but also i remember for the longest time i was saying it wrong do you remember that and we were i don't know if you remember this moment but i used to say it wrong and i don't even know how i i don't remember how i said it do you remember how I, used to I say feel it? like we were like years into our friendship and i was like by the way <laughs> yeah no it was definitely a couple years and I'm like shit she should have told me earlier um but no I forgot what how I was saying it but one day you were just like it's me Nas me and I'm like oh me Nas I think I was just saying like oh I was saying Minaz yeah you know yeah, you gotta really get that I in there like that me Nas yeah I love it I love your name though <laughs> um how did you get your name well, my parents gave it to me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, that is a brilliant question. Yes. Um, but no. So background on me, a little background. I am half Kuwaiti, half American. My dad is from Kuwait and my mom is 
from America. Um, and they had a list of names, which honestly, I'm glad they chose me not as after knowing the list. Um, but they wanted something unique. And my dad had a college roommate who named his daughter Minas, and they were like, stealing that. Yeah. And it stuck. I love it. I love it. And some people call you Mimi. Is that right? Yeah. You and Mariah Carey, th- those are the only two that is, it can happen her, to. Is that her nickname? Yeah. Mariah Carey is Mimi. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Learn something. Yeah. You guys are queen, so <laughs> rightly deserved. Um, but yeah, let's let's just get into it. So I'll just have you kind of dive in and start from the beginning uh, about your childhood life story, and we can go from there. Mm, okay. Like I said, I'm um, half Kuwaiti, half American. I think that is a big, um, that's a very important factor in who I am and my identity and growing up. Um, I... So I lived in Kuwait until I was around eight. So I was born and raised there and then moved to Ogden, Utah, um, like second grade and have been here pretty much since. But um, I would say I, I would say I identify more as, I don't know, I call myself like a quote unquote white girl, but like. American, I guess. (laughs) I'm not that international girl I would like to think I am. Even though you travel. Even though I travel, yes. All the time. I love it. Um, Yeah, and uh, let's see. Tell me about that. Tell me how it was, like, growing up, kind of having a mixed culture. Like, how did, how was it with your peers? Um, what, What were the differences in cultures? Great question. I didn't really notice um, that I was different or that I had, like, unique aspects to my my story than, than other, other people until, um, until I think it was sixth grade, until middle school, basically. Um, in, that was around right after 9-11. Um, you know, middle school, like... It's a rough time anyways. And then um, 9-11 happened and I was like, clearly like everyone knew I was half Middle Eastern or more Middle Eastern than, um, and so they pretty much just started calling me like, quote unquote, like the terrorist. I like around school, that's like who I was, that became my identity, not self-inflicted identity of just... Um, they, that's what they peers. labeled you as. Yeah, definitely. And so there was a lot of bullying. Um, I would, <laughs> I remember, I'm glad I don't remember who did it, but I remember a kid grabbing my backpack and like dumping it out and being like, I'm just looking for bombs, terrorist. Oh so my gosh. It was hard. Um, it was really, really hard, uh, kind of trying to balance both worlds, um, and finding myself in in both worlds, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, like, too Arab for some people. And, like, but when I went back to Kuwait, sometimes I was, like, too American because I don't speak Arabic. Um, mm-hmm. They were like, well, you're, you know, you're an American. You're not even Kuwaiti. Why are you here? Um, 
So it was hard to make friends when I did go back and visit, you know, because I was young and didn't want to just hang out with the grownups. Uh, so it was, it was a struggle. Um, but it's, it's nice looking when I look back on it and I have a multicultural upbringing, you know, like I celebrate Easter, but I also celebrate Ramadan and Eid and, um, like Persian New Year. And so that's really fun. Like I get Christmas and I get Ramadan and I, I enjoy that. I think it's really neat. That's awesome. And so going back a little bit, how did you work through that? Like, I mean, it's hard, I'm sure, as a child to try to know how to work through things. But how did you work through that teasing? And um, now, like, reflecting back on it, like, what are you proud of as far as, like, your both your cultures? Like, what makes you most proud? I think I just – I had a really, really close group of friends. And I think that helped a bunch, like, leaning on my circle – Um, and so I am still, the circle that I had back in middle school, I still have like today, which I think is like, I love that amazing. Um, but they were really a really big aspect of me getting over, not even getting over, but like me tackling the bullying. Um, I kind of just fell into the circle more and, um, and tapped out of the bullying. Tried to step back as far as I could. You know, I mean, you can't fully, but I wanted nothing to do with it. So I just kind of ignored until it went away. And then it just kind of went away. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, I know I, like, bombard you with so many <laughs> questions because I'm so curious. But And I want to jump forward just to jump back in a way. Because I know you have the cutest little boy, Elijah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's the cutest mix of all these cultures, like knowing what you've gone through now with that, how so are you preparing or knowing, um, how to move forward with that, with with him? Uh, well, I think knowledge is power. So for, for one, I want him to be proud of all of the cultures that he has in his background. So, He's too young now. He's nine months. But mm-hmm. I am planning on um, celebrating every culture, every culture's celebrations with him. So we're going to learn about Eid. We're going to learn about Persian New Year. We're going to learn about Easter. We're going to learn about um, Juneteenth because um, he's also part black. Mm-hmm. So everything that defines him, I, I want him to immerse himself in in his background. I love that. I love that. So sorry for jumping forward, but yeah, let's take it back now and just kind of move through as you're growing up and kind of the next stages in life. So let's see after I, I would say towards the end of middle school, I, um, I, kind of grew into myself a little more, not necessarily fully. I'm still figuring out who I was, um, but I think I grew into my body faster than a lot of my other peers. Mm. And um, I went from being, like, the terrorist to big boobs, and that was, like, who I was. Like, Mm. 
no one saw I feel like mm-hmm. my face wasn't seen and like who I am wasn't seen but my boobs were seen mm. and that went on through um through high school and honestly college in college I embraced it a lot more because free drinks and yeah. <laughs> free entry right use it to your advantage but up until that point um it was hard having your body be your identity mm. you know yeah and um with that gosh first of all i think we've established this already so many times in the episode but kids are so mean so like mean. the way they just pick on everybody and it's like come on dude i know be nice so how was that like going through that stage because i know um a lot of girls like are kind of embedded into that as they grow older so what was your way to kind of um cope with that and just work through that I don't think that I worked through it necessarily the best looking back Mm. I wore like baggy clothes I wanted to hide my body and I think that's because I was uncomfortable being so sexualized like it's just a weird thing at like such a young age when I don't even know what I'm going through Mm. and how I feel about my body to have everyone just draw attention to it. I was like, well, I'm just going to hide it. Like I I can't deal. So again, I deflected and just kind of ignored, but, um, I looking, looking back, I think, and it also was like part of the time, like our, the years that we grew up in, Mm -hmm. we didn't have social media really. So there wasn't like a, community of other big boobed women with confidence that I could like turn to to see how they um how they dressed or how they dealt with stuff like this so I kind of just had to deal with it on my own you know yeah yeah that's tough so when do you feel like you finally came into that stage of either acceptance or confidence or just finally being like hell yeah this is me college yeah (laughs) (laughs) Thank God for crazy years in college. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I think I learned to dress um, a little better. I learned to accentuate them, you know, like, if you got it, flaunt it. Mm-hmm. And so I did. Um, but in full transparency, I... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. For health reasons and, like, just the comfort of, like, my day-to-day, I did end up getting a reduction. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really when I was, like, oh, finally, like, this is – I am confident in, like, my body now. Like, mm-hmm. this is how I should feel all the time. Mm-hmm. And, like um- – only if you want to like get into that but how long was recovery and is it something that um you uh, of course you would suggest for people since it is medical and bonus self-confidence you know honestly i'm i'm pro-choice but like pro-choice as in like whatever you want to do with your body Mm -hmm. do it Mm -hmm. doesn't affect me so why would i care yeah um 
it was one of the best decisions I've ever done, I've ever made. I pretty much took like a pound out of each boob. Mm-hmm. And so just the like pressure off my shoulders, the pressure from my back was gone. I was just like, wow, a new day. Like this yeah. is how I should, I want to feel all the time. I think um, recovery was like six weeks, six to eight weeks, like to feel like 95% like better. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's something that you've been wanting to do for if you've been thinking about it for years or even months at this point, like just do it. If, yeah. if it'll make you happy, just do it. Yeah, for sure. I'm totally with you on that one where it's like, if it makes you happy and you want to do it and you think that's the best thing mm-hmm. for you, like why not? And that goes with anything. Yeah. For me, that goes with like plastic surgery, yeah. like just anything. If that's going to make you the best you in your eyes, like why yeah. not? So. I do love that about that. So, um, okay, walk us through now um, just getting into adulthood, after college. How was that? Um, I think I have, other than, like, the little things that you always go through, like bullying and stuff as, like, a adolescent, um, I've been – I've had a very privileged life. Mm-hmm. Um, I – was given everything that I wanted from my parents. Um, and I I didn't have to have my first job until after college. So after college, I got my first job and it was like, oh, I'm a big girl now, you know, jumping mm-hmm. into real life and figuring out where I fit in the real world was a challenge because um, I just had to dive in head first. But – it's been really fun um, finding my place in, you know, like grown-up job world and real life. Um, I think having – stepping back from my parents and um, having to do things on my own humbled me a lot uh, because I was given a lot. I kind of – became a little bratty, a little spoiled. And so I think I'm definitely a more humbled person because of I've been doing it on my own, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm so curious now because you said your first job was at 23. Tell me, if you don't mind <laughs> telling us what that job was. And then also, I almost wonder because, gosh, I, I'm sure everybody goes through this where they're like, hey, um, well – yeah, your resume looks good, but experience required. Like, how was that for you, right? having your first job at 23? Uh, so I I love startups. I love small businesses. I love everything about a small local business. Um, knowing the backstory, knowing the owners, knowing the goals. So I've never really worked a corporate job. I've always worked small businesses, startups, Um at pretty much at like the ground up. Mm-hmm. So I started out of college at a small startup and we kind of grew together until it fizzled out. It didn't make it. And then I found another family business and it was, a, it was definitely more established, but it was a local family business and I was there for a few years. Um, 
and then I moved on to other things. But honestly, I just I love small businesses. Like there, mm-hmm. there's nothing better than like watching, knowing the story and watching that business thrive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and so did you ever get that um, hindrance from the employers? Like you don't have enough mm-hmm. experience, or or were, was it kind of like awesome that you had that education to be like, well, I have the education. Yeah, I had the education and startups. I feel like startup mentality is is totally different than corporate mentality mm. um like they want someone that is a go-getter is eager is just excited about the vision of the company so mm. experience doesn't necessarily matter as long as like you're stoked for the company mm-hmm. so if that's and that's where i was i was so excited to for the startup and to see where we could take it because we were a team of three like that's it three people and um so thankfully yeah experience did not matter to them yeah or else I would have been SOL yeah no that's awesome I freaking love that so um just to because I'm sure there's like a ton of people out there who are gonna graduate college and they also want that initiative of like I want to be into like more of a small business and I think like with this whole shit show of these past two years, mm-hmm. like it's kind of from from what I've seen, maybe I can totally be off, but there's been more of an initiative to like do your own thing, to like quit the corporate and just follow what innately drives you. So um, I guess my question would then be, what's advice that you could give out to like those kids that are coming out of college and they're like, I want to do something in small business. Uh, if you could see my face. <laughs> um, you know, if someone has the answer to that, call me. Yeah. I don't really know. <laughs> but I I think just go for it. Like, I, life is so short to be stuck at a corporate job that, I mean, I say corporate, but really like any job that you're just like, oh, awesome, I'm here another day. Um, so if they, I mean, if you want to do it, jump. Mm -hmm. because you're never going to be ready you just have to like just dive off the deep end or have someone push you but either way like you just got to do it yeah that's awesome can you um now just walk us through um you're you're an adult you graduated college I know personally knowing you you're married you have the cutest little kiddo how did how did that all transpire um so I basically got that startup right after college because I wanted to be closer to my boyfriend that I met like a month prior. And I was like, oh, I, I love him already. Like, I'm going to marry him. Like, a weekend, I was like, I love him. Oh, my gosh. Um, so I got the job. I moved down closer to him. And I saw him, like, constantly. Like, he basically says that I smothered him. But, you know. Yeah. You got to do fine. what you got to do. <laughs> Um, and so I married him, uh, not too long ago. So we were dating for like seven years, which I never thought that I would be the person one to like stick around and wait for a guy for like years and years and years of waiting for the proposal. But I think it was like ideal. Mm. I I love that for us. (laughs) Yeah. I love that for you too. (laughs) Um, and then, 
Yeah, I he he's a really good inspiration in my life. He uh, if I say an idea like more than twice, then he's like you're into it. Like let's just how do you want to do it? Let's let's find a way to make it happen. And so that's kind of how I got into um the small business world, how I got into my like bodybuilding journey and it, it it's a short-lived bodybuilding journey, but <laughs> I did it. Dive into that, will you? Now that we're like yeah. railing um, over here. So it was like one Christmas I was like on Instagram and I was like, oh, it'd be super cool to step on stage as a bodybuilder. And prior to, prior to being on Instagram, I had dabbled like lightly dabbled in the gym I did not want to be there the only time I was there was um like to hang out with my boyfriend I was like (laughs) I'm just I'll just come if we can hang out he was like a real big gym goer so we started going he um is a power lifter so I started lifting heavy and I realized that I just love picking up heavy shit so I was like let's do it yeah. How much heavier can we go? And I, I, I started lifting really heavy weights, and I was like, oh, I love this. I love this so much. So then I was like, well, what about like on stage? Like I've never put on like a cute like sparkly bikini. I've never done any of that. I've really never pushed myself to those limits. Mm-hmm. So really, if anything, it's like a bucket list thing of like, can I even do it? So he was like, yeah, let's do it. Find a coach. I will prep all your meals. I will do whatever you need. I will, like, remind you to wake up in the morning to do your cardio. Like, however I can assist you, like, let's do it. So I was like, oh, okay. All right. Well, now I have to. So I love that you had a personal cheerleader. <laughs> can I just say that? He's the best. Yeah. Um, and I needed it, to because it is a lot of work to prep for a bodybuilding show. So I prepped for 10 months. And, um, man, I spent like four to four and a half hours at the gym, like a day, a day. No. How did you, how did you put that into your schedule? Like how does that happen? Please. lived at the gym. Please tell me. Please tell me, actually. I was going to say everybody, but I'm like, no, me. So I was not religious about going in the morning. Um, I'm not a morning person. Even, like, to this day, waking up for the baby is, like, the biggest struggle. But I would go most mornings. Um, And then I would pack my stuff. I'd meal prep for the day. And I had to eat a lot when I was, like, going through my bulking phase. So I – that was when I was working at the family business. Um, So I packed all my food. I packed my gallon of water. Took all of that to to work. And then from work, I would go to the gym immediately. And we didn't have our now dog. We didn't have a baby. So I really had no obligations after work. So I was like, what What else do I have to do? Really nothing. So I watched um, whatever show for cardio on the Stairmaster, like after my workouts. And I was just there until dinner. And then we'd have dinner and go to bed and start – that whole routine over the next day. That's wild. And would you do this on the weekends as well? Like, would you work out four hours a day, like, every day? Or did you have, like, a rest? Um, Sundays were my rest days. 
And then, yeah, pretty much that was my whole life for like 10 months. Oh my gosh. And so did, did the coach tell Brandon, your, your now husband, like what you had to eat in a day? Like, how do you get, like, how do you even know this? No. So my coach was awesome. She listed out like everything. Cause I was such a newbie. I was like, I don't know when to eat. I don't know what to eat. I don't know what to do. And so literally on my like plan for the day, she's like 7am eat egg whites and I don't even remember now, but it was, like, a whole bunch of egg whites, mm-hmm. um, a carb, and, like, a fat. And then drink X amount of ounces until, like, 10 a.m. And then it's your snack. So, I like, I had a very rigid schedule. Wow. But that's what I need. Like, if I need to get stuff done, I need to know exactly what needs to get done. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm going to list this out, and this is what I'm doing. That's freaking awesome. Because I have – I've heard of, like, macros before, and I'm like, okay, what is that, and what am I doing? Like, what is happening? But I'm assuming that's kind of what you needed to do, it sounds like. Yeah. It was definitely macro counting. Mm -hmm. She just counted it and told me what to eat, and I ate. That's awesome. How, how, because let's be real, my will power is negative (laughs) 10. I'm going to be real. So how did you... Just keep that motivation day by day to be like, this is what I'm eating. That's it. I signed up for the show. So I had. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere wear with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus a like a date of when i was stepping on stage and i think mm-hmm. that was definitely the biggest motivator for me and now it's kind of like it's hard to motivate myself just for life, like mm. to be fit in life because I don't have really an end goal for mm. my for my health journey. It's just like an ongoing journey. But I really like having a date of like it's it's done at this date. So that helped a lot, but it also kind of created a unhealthy habit for me of not being consistent for the long journey, but just like needing a short journey. I see. So are you saying, um, and you can clear this up, but are you saying kind of like now you're like, okay, I'm going to put this date out and I need to be there at this certain date. And then after that date passes, you're like, yeah, I'm Gucci. And then another date comes along and. Well, that's what I want to do, but that's not sustainable really. Mm -hmm. You know, now I'm at the point where I just want to be healthy and at like a healthy a healthy weight. 
mm-hmm. um, not a stage weight at all. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not sustainable in the slightest. Like, I stepped on stage and the next day I was like seven pounds up. And I looked totally different from like how I looked 12 hours before. So it 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 helped me realize that the, sh- the pictures that I saw on Instagram and, like, the posed pictures that are, like, all over in the bodybuilding community mm-hmm. are not sustainable. Like, it's a snapshot of in, in, in their journey, not, like, their entire journey. Yeah. And probably the snapshot of, like, them in their absolute prime. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. here's the pic of where I look the best right now. But it can totally not be it. Like yeah. you said, twelve hours later. So wait, now I'm super curious. How how did you gain like seven overnight? Basically, like how does that happen? So to to look your like ideal on stage, um, it's called. So the week prior to stepping on stage is called peak week, and that's where you like up the cardio, scale back on like lifting heavy. Um, scale back on your water intake so you're not bloated. Um, You cut, like, all sodium out of your diet so there's no bloat. And then you have, like, smaller bite-sized pieces of of protein, basically. Mm -hmm. That's a get. So when I stepped on stage, like, for context, the day that I – the day of my bodybuilding show, I think I had, like, six ounces of water, like, for the whole day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's like a sip, let's be honest. Yeah. And when you have, like, um, turkey tenderloin that you have to eat that, like, I don't like my my meats juicy, so I like really dry meat, so I had it, like, yeah. super dry, and I was like, ah, oh, I need water, and there's, like, no water to drink. So that's for context of probably the background of the pictures you see on Instagram and, like, those insanely, like hashtag goal pictures like Mm -hmm. there's a lot more that goes into it than just looking looking like that you know yeah that's so good to know especially like coming from obviously just anybody else who's never gone through that journey to be like wait oh so it's not okay you don't look like that every day yeah like that's such a good thing to know because Obviously, as we know, social media is insane these days. Yeah. With just that portrayal, you know. Exactly. A snapshot of, like, a highlight. Yeah. Yeah. So I had water after I was done. And I was like, oh, there's there's the last five pounds right back. Like, mm-hmm. just, just from water. Okay. Okay. I see yeah. that. So how did you feel when you were finally, like, on stage and you were like, I actually did this. I did this. Oh, it was such an amazing feeling. Like, it's it's so so cool knowing you put so much time and so much effort into this moment and then you step on stage and you're like sparkly bikini and you're like really high heels and you walk like in front of a crowd like an audience and they're only looking at you and the spotlight is on you it is so neat I definitely um like, it definitely got to me. And so they were like, okay, you know, you have, like, a set pose you have to do. And they're like, turn to the left. And I turned to the right. And I was like, oh, oops. Yeah. But I'm, like, on stage doing circles. Yeah, you're like, sorry, sorry. Wait, your left or my left? Like, what are we doing? Are yeah. we dancing now? What's happening? But I looked good. 
Yeah, doing you look good doing it, girl. <laughs> you were like, you know what? You need the full 360. Yeah. You're welcome. Actually, yeah. you're welcome. I love that. Um, so what would you tell somebody who just, let's be real, everybody lacks motivation from time to time. And so what would you tell somebody just through going through like their health or fitness journey, just trying to get that going? How would you, I, I mean, personally speaking, I know there's different ways, but for you, how, how has that worked? My motivation started with the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if it's like a bodybuilding show you've been thinking about or like a Spartan race or I don't know, any event that like helps jumpstart it, do it again. Like just do it. Mm-hmm. Just dive. Um, but then after, after my show, I had to figure out a sustainable way to, to maintain at least like around the weight that I, like I liked how I looked. So I wanted to maintain that. Um, and learning, learning the foods that were good for my body and like how to care for my body and like what workouts to do. And I would say, I don't know if there's anyone listening that's like scared to pick up heavy weights, but like get in the gym and lift some heavy stuff. It makes you feel so good. And even if you don't really know what you're doing, like no one in the gym cares. No Mm -hmm. one cares what you're trying to do. Like they're in their own gym bubble so just get in there and try it. Just lift heavy. It's like such a gratifying feeling. Like knowing you're like, I don't think I can lift that much weight. And then you do. And you're like, oh my God, I can do it. That's amazing. Yeah. You're on like a high. I love that. No, it's so true. Cause I mean, I try to go most days, but just especially today, I was just feeling very anxious with just like nine to five stuff, you know? And so I'm like, I need to just go to the gym. Even if it's 20 minutes, just move my body and just release like anything that's pent up. So, um, how has that besides physical, what do you think it's done like mentally for you? Um, so now I think I'm in a new phase of my, my health journey. Like I, like I said, I had a baby like nine months ago. So, I'm in like the postpartum trying to get to a healthy version of my new self, not like as much as I would like to say, get back to my old self. Like that's super unrealistic. Um, I will never be who I was before. So, um, but it's just getting there is literally the hardest part, right? Like I'm, I never want to go to the gym, but then once I step into the gym, mm-hmm. having that, usually it's like an hour 15 just mm-hmm. to myself is so nice. Like I have a podcast or I have just my thoughts sometimes and mm-hmm. I'm just like, or I have like loud music, like whatever the vibe is that day, you know, I'm just like, mm-hmm. this, this hour is for me. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, I bet you it just clears so much up for you. Mm-hmm. No, that's awesome. That I... I'm going to be real. My job is so flexible that I can, like, come in whenever. And so I'm like, Ellie, you either need to wake up early or do something. And so I'm sure. Then schedule. I am such a – I'm now glued to my calendar on my phone. Mm. Like, I have to schedule everything. So if I don't put in, like, the hour slot 
for the gym that I'm like, oh, well, there's no time. So I schedule it in just like, just like a meeting with myself, you know, like what, like, just like I would schedule it in this podcast, uh-huh. like why not schedule the, the gym for myself? And that that's helped is, me a lot. Yeah. That is so smart. You're like inspiring me because I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to schedule my gym time. Damn it. Yeah. You know, that, why not? Yeah. You owe it to yourself to like to take that time for yourself. And even if that hour or however long it is, is like getting outside, schedule it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I live by schedule. I love that. Okay. So now that you're talking about schedules, like how, how are you when say like your schedule kind of goes a little lopsided, doesn't go your way that day? Um, or how do you like re-pivot back to the day, the planned day? You know, honestly, sometimes like it depends on how much it pivots but like sometimes if it pivots too much i'm like i can't deal i'm just gonna take a nap yeah (laughs) are we the same person because that's weird there's so much to do i need a nap (laughs) oh my gosh we are the same person i will literally just sit or stand for like 10 seconds and all these things start coming through my head like you have to do this and then this and then you have to go here and then you have to do this and then i'm like you know what sounds really good right now? A nap. A nap. <laughs> I dissociate from the world. I'm like, I can't deal. See ya. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I get to it after the nap. But honestly, if I don't get to it, was it really that important to do? Mm-hmm. You know, like, is it is my life going to spiral if I don't get to it? I can usually put it into the next day. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, okay, so now, now reverting back to... Um, married life baby how has that been how has that new transition been into like motherhood oh man oh man that's my answer oh man yeah (laughs) you're like i have no Uh, idea all moms are winging it out there yeah it is moms are super women and i i honestly like I knew that, like, you you know that, you know, when you don't have a kid. But then mm-hmm. once you, like, have that experience, you're like, oh, my God. All these women that have been doing this for years are saints. Mm-hmm. It is life-altering, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, you're caring for a, a small mm-hmm. life. Yeah. But, like, the... The, the mental challenges, the, like, the physical challenges, it's a lot. And I never thought, like, going into it, I was like, oh, yeah, I got this. Yeah. I got it. It's fine. Don't NBD. worry about it. NBD. Don't worry about me. And then after, I'm like, don't worry about me. I'm not okay. Yeah. <laughs> I am not okay. <laughs> yeah. So how have you, like, just worked through, through that or – just gosh, because I can only imagine. Be I am not a mother, but sometimes I watch my n- little nephews love them. But I'm like, okay, how do you? How do I know when he needs to be fed? Somebody please tell me. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Again, I stick to my schedule. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, no, but seriously, I. So that small circle that I leaned on in middle school, I literally still lean on today. They pretty much are all moms now and so i'm Mm -hmm. like okay this happened to me today 
what would you do? And they're like, okay, no, like that's totally normal. Like they validate my feelings and I'm like, okay, that's, I guess that's all I needed. I just needed to be heard. So that helps a lot. Like having just a soundboard basically like people to validate your feelings. Cause it, that shit is hard. Yeah, no, dude, I totally love that. Cause that, that's totally making sense to me in, in a way. Cause I also have like a small circle mm-hmm. there too. And so we, we're, we always are on like on an active group chat. And so most of them are moms at this point. Right. And so they'll be like, Hey, like this happened. And then all the moms jump in and they're like this and this you do. And I'm like, one day I just typed. I was like, I love mom <laughs> supporting moms. Like yeah. that is the best. Like, I think that needs to be so normalize these days because again i'm not a mom so i have no idea but when i get on social media i'm like dang these girls are out there killing it but really like you can totally have your off days i'm sure oh yeah and nobody you know shines a light on that and uh, and honestly i would say more often than not i feel like i'm not doing enough but probably everyone feels like that right Mm. like that imposter syndrome creeps in. Mm-hmm. But that's why I – it's so important for me to, like, have those close people to lean on. Because mm-hmm. either they're like, no, you're you're getting in your head. Like, you are doing a great job. Or they're like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you feel like that. And that's okay. And I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, you're right. It is okay that I feel like this. Mm-hmm. So, and I know you just touched on imposter syndrome. Do you think, do you think you have that in just that aspect or is it more areas of your life and how do you deal with, with that in general? (sighs) What a loaded question. Thanks. Thanks for that. (laughs) Um, no, I definitely have imposter syndrome throughout like every aspect of my life. Mm -hmm. I'm always asking myself like, Am I doing enough as a wife? Am I doing enough as a mom? Am I doing enough as a sister? Am I doing enough as a friend? Am I doing enough as a daughter? Who have I not talked to today? What have I not done? Have I? Am I doing enough as like a business owner? Am I doing enough as like an employee? I think we're all... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Juggling, especially now in this day and age, like you can juggle so many hats and... Or I guess so many buckets that like aren't fully full mm. um, that imposter syndrome easily creeps in. So I don't know. I catch myself saying, talking to myself a lot, one, but like <laughs> I'm like if I want to try something or if I'm like in my head about doing something, I'm like, well, what the fuck ever? Like let's just what, – what what's it? What's it to anyone? I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And then you try it. Or another thing that like has helped me a lot recently is if I'm feeling a certain feeling, um, then I ask myself, like I have to like step back mentally and ask myself, who told me that? Mm. And if I can't think of who told me that, then 
I probably thought of it. And that's imposter syndrome creeping in. Wow. (laughs) I love that. Sorry. It's just because I say wow because it like links up with something super. And I don't want to get like super. Maybe I'm going to get super spiritual right now. Everybody bear with me. Okay. (laughs) Um, But it's so funny that you say that because little side note story. I remember like one day I was at church and the pastor had this sermon about um, just like Adam and Eve and the Genesis story, right? And how once they took a bite of that apple, they were naked. And so um, when God finally found them, um, and I totally can be butchering this, you guys, so don't come at me. Well, don't, I wouldn't know. So. Yeah, don't at me. But um, no, he was like, they were ashamed and they were like naked. And he's like, who told you that? So it's kind of like that parable of like just just having all these outsiders tell you like, oh, you're this, you're that or whatever. And really, he's like, well, who told you that? Like, that's not who you are it's just these outside influences that are making you feel some type of way yeah or opposite like opposite to you're like no one told you that and mm-hmm. so you're like who told you that and you're like wait i don't know i don't know who, who told me that yeah. like all of my negative thoughts told me that i guess yeah yeah oh my gosh yeah that that that's good so um is there any like self care things you do to kind of get yourself grounded or just get right back on track on like, no, listen, I'm a boss ass bitch and I'm a mom. Like I'm a great mom, you know? Um, I fake it till I make it. Honestly, like I, I am still faking it till I'm making it, I guess. I, I think of it the same way. It works in my head. I don't know if this works for everyone, but like, if I ha- if I put on an outfit and I'm not really feeling it, but I got to go, you know, that like, I'm like, okay, well, this is what I'm wearing and like, I'm going to rock it. And mm-hmm. it's kind of the same way with like a situation. Like, I'm just going to put on the situation and like rock it. Yeah. I don't like feel like I'm rocking it internally, but like, I just got to do it. Yeah. So I'm faking it. I love <laughs> Does it show? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing great. I'm always... I swear I'm, like, the biggest Insta stalker on, like, anybody I know. But I'm, like, I just see you on the IG or whatever. And I'm, like, love her. She's just out there doing her thing, you know. So I really do applaud you for – and for many other people out there who are juggling, like, so much. Being a mom, you being a business owner, and then doing your own thing, life and stuff. I'm sure it can get so um, overwhelming at times doing that. Um but yeah. now that we're kind of a little bit on that subject, do you mm-hmm. want to touch on um, the business owner scenario for sure. a smidge, if you'd like? Sure. I would love to. Um, so I am – so after after bodybuilding, um, I had a friend who did the bodybuilding show with me. Um, she, she had an idea. She basically um, – was sick and tired of paying extremes, extreme amount of money for, like, a pair of leggings and a, a bra. Like, for a whole outfit, it's, like, $150, right? Mm-hmm. And so she came to me and was like, I'm I'm done with paying so much. Like, we should come up with 
there should be an easier easier way to do this. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I'm freaking down. I think let's let's do it. And so we came up with um, Clone Apparel. So I'm a co-owner of Clone Apparel, which is uh, an athletic athleisure brand for um, every booty, basically, is like we Love what that. we like to say. Um, it's size inclusive and body positive and most important, well, as important as body positive and inclusive, it is affordable. That was like one of our main things is like, why are you spending so much money on active wear? So we jumped into an extremely saturated market um, with a unique idea and it's kind of flourishing. I love that. I love that. I remember when um, that came out and I was like, oh my gosh, I love this because you you guys really do tote like, hey, listen, like every body, every size. And I just think it totally, does it totally kind of, because as an outsider looking in, for me, it, it seems very full circle for you just because, right, we, earlier we talked about body image and yeah. like feeling comfortable in your own skin. And now you're just like an ambassador for like the movement of, hey, Love yourself. Yeah, you know? thank you. I feel like Clone has done a really good job of, of doing just that. Um, as well as just, like, be who you are. Like, we we love you as, as is. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to lose 10 pounds to fit into an outfit. Like, mm-hmm. wear that outfit, rock the, sh- rock the shit out of it. Yeah. And we love you for that. Yeah. Um, also, can we shout out you for being a model? Get out of here. Jump on our website to see Ellie as our model. Get out of here. (laughs) I remember when you like hit me up and I'm like, wait, did you send this to the wrong person? I, I need to make sure you're sending it to me. Yeah. Do you know another Ellie or is it? Oh, me. Oh, you want? Yes. Oh my God. I remember the night before I was like putting all this like self tan. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go to a photo shoot tomorrow. NBD. No, I am model. I also love that. I also love that you guys use like everyday people, Mm -hmm. you know, to be like, listen, it's, there's no limits and there's no exclusivity club. It's like everybody's invited to the table. Definitely. And I just, Love all the good vibes, you guys. Thank you. We are literally everyday women. We're normal women. And so that's who we want to surround ourselves with. And that's what we've done so far as a brand. It's for everyone. I love that. I love that. (laughs) Um, So now just talking about present day, um, I kind of just want to talk about like everything you've been through with like body image and who you are with your immersed cultures and now you're a mom like how do you kind of get that all together and and live that day by day like everything that you've kind of gone through and being like showing up as as you now how how is that I I guess it's kind of a complex question yeah with a uh, I guess a complex answer Or, or not so much um for most of my answers with you, I'm going to say, I don't know, yeah. you know? I love that. Can I Can I also just say that? Like, I feel like people feel the need to be, oh, yeah, I already have the answer for that. It's like, no, dude, you can totally be, like, 
I have no idea. I'm still trying yeah. to fucking figure this shit out. Because aren't we all, you know? Yeah, so. I'm making my life up as it goes. I have no idea where it's taking me, really. I mean, I have I have control of my life, obviously. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of just am going with the flow of <laughs> where my life is taking me. And I like the direction it's going in. Um, handling it and, like, the, the multiple hats I wear is definitely a day-by-day scenario um some days i'm slaying some days i'm in bed all day mm. and i feel like the that's the balance of life and the, as like uh i'm i also have another job and it's a very flexible position so um i think that's the beauty of being like an entrepreneur and having a flexible schedule and going through life as a mom and you know you know all the all the things is if you need if you need a break like take a break if if you're thriving keep thriving you know just go with roll with the punches yeah I love that um I do want to end off with two questions if you don't mind let's hear them um first question is what do you think your role is in this community we call life (sighs) <sighs> what a good question. So I think my role, um, it was hard for me to think of an answer for this because, again, my, like, imposter syndrome creeped in. And I was like, yeah. oh, I, I'm not that important to have, like, a role in the community, you know? Um, but I think, I think... I think it comes down to I I want people to be as I want them to see themselves the way I see them mm-hmm. whether like if that's um emotionally mentally like physically I think being comfortable in your body too is really important um and body image and body positivity and having a positive body image is really important to me now um, and that's a big influence on who I am and influencing people, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another thing that my role in like the community is actually just like being in the community. Mm-hmm. I love, I love being actually in like the small business community and like knowing, knowing everyone or I guess not everyone, but knowing a lot of people in the community, being very connected. Mm, I love that. Um, Last question. What is a key takeaway you want to highlight for the listeners? Oh, man. Um, I think, I think um, I I want to emphasize um, the importance of eating and I know that's like super cliche. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, well, no, I'm like, I'm on a diet or like I, you know, I'm, I have this goal, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Definitely great to have um, goals. But I don't think I don't let that goal take over your life. Mm-hmm. Like um, I was trying so hard to get back to my like pre pre baby weight um, mm-hmm. immediately after I had my baby that I missed my 30th birthday. 
I was like, no, we're just skipping every – like, we're skipping the day totally because I need to hit my macros. That, like, I th- you enjoy life. Mm. In, life is, like, so short to to be caught up with macros, be caught up with, um, like, going to the gym and getting your cardio in. Like, if you skip, it's fine. Like, it's not going to ruin you. If you go over or – don't hit your water. That's fine. If you want a glass of wine, drink the glass of wine. Or I two. Think, yeah, or two. If that's what your body wants, listen to your body. Yeah. So I think that's my my takeaway. Like, just honor your body and, and enjoy life in the process of being the healthiest version of yourself. I love that. Yes. I think that's such a relevant thing for, like, everybody. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. love you. Do you, you know? Do you, boo-boo, do you. Do you. Um, I do want to end off, though. Well, I guess this is a second end off. But um, <laughs> I, because I really do love the message behind your company. It is beautiful and um, so inspiring for so many. So will you just throw out that Instagram handle hey. so everybody <laughs> knows it? Yes. Um, it is at Clone Apparel, K-L-O-N. A-P-P-A-R-E-L. One word. Clone with a K. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Yeah. If you guys get on that page, honestly, it's just the best because it's just so nice to just see normal people. You <laughs> thank know? you. Yeah. Thank you. And if you guys want to give um, our reels some love because Instagram and the algorithm, you know, is emphasizing mm-hmm. reels, we're trying real hard. Yeah. I to make those did. reels. Are you trying real hard to make those reels? <laughs> real, real hard. Yeah. Those, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've seen that, and I'm like, oh, okay, so we're just, like, another TikTok. Cool. But, you, yeah, you know social media. You got to play the game sometimes, yeah. I guess. But We hustling. We hustling yeah. out there. Yeah. Well, yay. Thank you so much for, like, taking time <sighs> out of your busy Thank you. day, I'm sure, to just end your, like, an hour away, I feel like, from me or something. So This was 100% worth the drive. Thank you. I appreciate that. Anyways, thanks so much, guys. And thank you again, Minas, for coming on this pod today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, see you guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow The Lovely Unravel on Instagram. If you feel so inclined, please rate and review and share this with someone you think will enjoy. If you'd like to share your story, email thelovelyunravel at gmail.com and let's chat. I see you. I hear you. I love you. Until next time. Bye.